0: Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and I so love having you here again today where you know that the goal of our conversation is helping dads become heroes. And by now, you know that if you miss one of the live broadcasts, you can subscribe to my podcast on iTunes at The Dad Whisperer, or you can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com. You also know, if you've been listening for any time at all now, that there's a template every time that I use, just on your mark, get set, go, which is where you envision yourselves as fathers standing side by side. Picture the track. You're ready to run your fathering race at full speed, right? And I'm your coach standing on the sidelines, giving you ideas to help you better run your race that's what this is all about. So On Your Mark is the topic, the title. Get Set is filling, in, filling that in with stories, with statistics, even with scriptures. And then Go is your action step each week. So today, the title, the topic On Your Mark is, Have You Hugged Your Daughter Today? That's simply the question that I want you to consider as we spend these next minutes together. Have you hugged your daughter today? We are going to be talking about hugs and health. We could even put the word heart in there, hugs and heart health. There's a lot of research that backs up this topic. And I want to start by giving you a roadmap today of where we're headed. So we're going to be talking about healthy, safe touch between a dad and his daughter, no matter her age, because the truth is I've talked about this issue both with dads and daughters. So I have a few things that I want to share with you from both sides of the conversation. Some people are okay with hugs. Others aren't. So, we're going to unpack that a little bit today. And then I want to tell you some stories that may relate to what you're going through with your daughter about this topic of hugs. Because, as your daughter, if she happens to be either heading into adolescence or she's there now, she may be in a season where she doesn't want to be touched by you. You're a guy, or it's germs, or it's gross, or whatever. Whether verbally or non-verbally, she may be giving you the message that she doesn't want that kind of connection. And I know that that's super hard on your heart, dads. I know that. No one likes to be rejected. So we're going to be talking about that today too. Dads, the biggest thing I want to encourage you to do is not to give up in finding ways to have safe, healthy, physical interactions with your daughter because she needs that kind of safe touch from you. So like I said, today is all about hugs and how they support heart health. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Well, I'm going to start with a story to get this conversation started. Okay. So it was not too long ago. It was on a Saturday morning and I was getting a pedicure. Okay. Yes. Toe pampering is one of those things for me that falls under the self-care category of my life. And on this particular day, I had a really unique experience because often when I go to do the foot extravaganza thing, I I like to sit back and rest. I like to read magazines that don't take a lot of mental uh, workout. And I'm trying to really not think about anything that's g- going to be too heavy. Does that make sense? And I, I just want to kind of relax and chill. And by the way, let me just put a little note in there. You know, since I'm from Venus and you're from Mars— I am telling you you will go a long way to to build you know build a bridge to your daughter's heart if you ever give her a gift certificate for a pedicure or a manicure I'm just telling you I want to help you become a hero right I'm telling you anything that's about that kind of pampering is is good in our book I'm just telling you so when you understand her self-care needs it raises your hero status I'm just telling you okay so back to this Saturday I'm sitting there and I'm seated next to this woman who I'm sort of guessing maybe had way too much caffeine on the way to her appointment, and in what I would call a like a much too loud for normal salon etiquette voice, she enthusiastically introduces herself to me. Hi, I'm Samantha. What you reading there? And I'm like, oh my word! You know, I was kind of irritated. I'm going to be honest. You know, not not such a such a happy camper there. Going, you're you're invading my space, my quiet. You know. And it really wasn't anything personal against her. It's just, I was like, you are kind of loud in here for today, for this atmosphere. But it didn't take long as she began to ask me questions for, for me to really endear myself to her because she began to ask me questions about, what do you do? I'm asking her, what do you do? Well, once I tell women, especially even dads, that I that I really have a passion for the dad-daughter relationship, oftentimes that that's where it like takes a right turn, right into a pretty deep, honest heart space. And this woman began to tell me that she was 25 years old, and she dove headfirst to the story of her father, the man that she had just lost five years earlier, and a dad that she lost much too soon. She was very clear to let me know that. So with her passionate energy, she expressed to me how much he meant to her and how he n- never could be replaced. So again, you know that's that's where my heart lights up because I love hearing those stories. But it was then that she offered a story to me that really touched my heart that ties to this concept of hugs and health. And she said something that I wanted to share with you guys today, because I have had a very similar conversation with guys and dads in my AbBA project that I'll tell you. After I, I open up about this story, because really, we're from two other sides of the solar system, and so we can have a, a topic that sits right in between our, our planets that looks very different from both those vantage points, right? So here's what Samantha said to me. Here's her direct quote. I, I literally said, can I write this down? And she was like, sure. She said, as soon as I grew up top, she's talking about her body, she said, our relationship the one between me and my dad, changed forever. The wrestling stopped. I was 13 when it stopped, and I didn't know why. And I was an adult when I figured it out. Things changed from 13 to 17. And I felt abandoned by a man who had been there my whole life, and I didn't know what I had done wrong. So Samantha is, is there opening up over a decade later from when these things happened and saying, Please share this with the dads that you work with because she said, I don't think they realize how much the way they treat our our growing, changing body, how much that has to do with how we inside of ourselves experience our own person, our own self, our own self-image. She went on to say this when I said, is there anything you would want to tell the dads that I interact with? She said, tell them that I know it's awkward. But he said, the truth is, your daughter hasn't noticed a lot of what you're noticing. She said, don't be the first one to pull away. You'll regret it forever. She said, luckily, my dad and I had enough time to repair our relationship. I was 20 when he passed, and he went from diagnosis to passing in just eight weeks. Oh, my goodness. And hearing Samantha's story, it brings two very key things to my mind that I hope every one of you dads will hear. One, after you're gone, your daughter, will, your daughter will remember how you treated her and the way that you relate to her because it gives her a message about her worth. You are leaving, you know this, a lasting legacy in your daughter's life and every ounce of your investment is a forever deposit. So dads, you need to show your daughter what real, safe, healthy affection feels like which is two strong and loving arms of her dad wrapped around her, communicating with demonstrative action that she's valuable and worthy. And number two, dads, I wanted to highlight something she said. Did you hear how she spent years blaming herself for her dad's withdrawal from her? She was like, I don't know what I did wrong. Dads, you got to know that we girls do that. We do that in all of our relationships, frankly. Psychologists call this self-referencing. And it's very different from narcissism, even though at first glance, it might look like they're the same. Because this isn't about thinking that we're the center of the universe. Everything's about me. It's that we think if you get to the center of our universe, then you'll discover we're not worth the pursuit. We often struggle to be okay within ourselves, and we think it's a matter of time before you'll come to the same conclusion. Yes, it's that brutal inside of ourselves. I'm not kidding you. So here's what I want to say to you fathers, is I know you don't always know where to hug her body as your daughter's body starts changing, because it's like your little princess somehow turns into a young maiden overnight. And rather than you potentially pressing into, quote, the wrong places. I get that by accident. You might rather choose to back away. But remember, I've told you that men would rather do nothing than do it wrong. I understand that. But in this case, you can't do that. You can't back away from her if you want her to thrive. Let me tell you another story that I think you're really going to love because it's going to resonate with some of you that are hearing this today that have had the same thing happen within, well, either within your relationship with your daughter or at least within your mind. So one day in the ABBA project, there was a dad that said, okay, I, I want to put a question out there. And he was asking it to me, but he goes, my daughters are 17, 12, and 6. And he said, my middle daughter, and then he couldn't even get the words out. He started kind of motioning with his hands around his chest area. And he goes, um, I, she, um, uh, Uh, She's my middle daughter. um, And it was one of those awkward 20 second, 30 second delays where where he just couldn't quite get the words out. And finally, he said, "Um, well, she's she's just she's more developed now. And and I don't really know how to interact with that. I've, I've noticed myself kind of pulling away. So he looks at me saying like, Michelle, what do I do about that? Because remember, guys, I'm the token female in the ABBA project. That's what they tell me. These dads that gather together as a band of brothers want to defer to me. But what I've come to discover is there's so much wisdom in a group of men that maybe they don't even know they have. So I said, why don't we ask the other guys what they would say? I wish I would have had a camera going because I literally would love to capture this moment on film. And here's how it went down. This is verbatim. The first dad said, well, you know, my daughter's 17 and she's a senior in high school and I used to wrestle with her when she was 13, but we've stopped since then because of that exact same issue. And he said, but since being in the ABBA project, I've started wrestling with her again and I noticed she's hugging me more. Pretty cool, right? The guy to the right of him immediately said, hey man, you just have to get over it. It's your issue. Then the guy Literally on the other side of him, said, You know, if you back off, she's going to think it's something wrong with her. And I thought, I could not have said it better myself, men. And that's when it was my turn to weigh in. And I said, Dads, I can honestly tell you that as a woman, when I'm hugging my dad or a friend, my top part of my body doesn't feel any different than any other part of my body. Honestly, for me, a hug feels the same no matter where. You know, I'm I'm pressing in. And afterwards, I asked my ABBA Project co-leader, Clay Swanson, I was like, was that okay, what I said? And he said, Michelle, I doubt that any of these men have had this conversation with maybe even their wives. And he said, I think it was awesome. I'm like, okay, thank you. Um, And I just want to highlight, did you guys notice that one of the dads said, if you back off, she will internalize it as something being wrong with her. Dads, don't pull away from your daughter when she hits adolescence. She needs you more during those years. And I just want to stop for a minute and say, if you're just joining us, this is The Dad Whisperer. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, and I'm thrilled that you're here today. I'm author of a book called Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, A Guide for Connecting With Your Daughter's Heart. You can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com where I have more resources for you because I want to keep giving you things, dads, that you can put into action with your girls, which is really the essence of my book that I wrote, as well as the work that I do with dads in my home office in Portland, Oregon. So let me continue on this topic of, have you hugged your daughters today? Hugs and heart health. So dads, when you step back physically from your daughter And not letting her experience what it feels like to have safe touch, you are leaving her as what I call open prey for guys to swoop in and fill that void. Because when you show your daughter healthy physical affection, as she grows older, like in many ways, like it was when she was young, even though you're having to adjust to her changes, it demonstrates to her what safe touch feels like in the context of honored boundaries. And that is going to go farther than any lecture you ever give her on boys and safe sex. I'm telling you that. And I just did did one of my programs on, on how to have a conversation with your daughters about sex. And I'm telling you, this goes hand in hand with that because it's about what you are modeling with her so that she knows inside what feels right to her spirit and what doesn't feel right. And girls have a radar for that. They may turn the volume down, but it's in there. Often in my work that I do with girls, I'm like keep that crap detector on high because it's in there. You don't want to turn it down, girly girl. But I've also had dads tell me, you know what? One of my daughters or both or whatever is just not cuddly or touchy-feely. She popped out like that. like That's how she's always been. Well, obviously, I'm telling you to pace with each daughter individually. It's not about saying, you are going to be okay with this whether you like it or not. But dads, modify then the kind of safe touch or, quote, hug with her. It could be hugging her feet. You're kind of squeezing her feet. You give her a side hug that might feel less invasive or kiss her on the top of her head, hold her hands if that's okay. They'll probably have to be shorter interactions, but it's still about physical connection because safe touch from you helps her build a foundation of knowing how it feels to be honored and nurtured from a guy. I mean, I remember even a few months ago, I was on Focus on the Family, and I remember that after the interview was over about dads and daughters, Jim Daly, who's the president, said to me, okay, in the middle of our conversation, you started talking about hugs. And he goes, I thought I was going to have to ask you a follow-up question to clarify because he said, as we know, all dads don't safely touch their children. Dads can cross lines because of their own brokenness. But he said, I heard you qualify it by talking about safe touch. And he said, then I knew we were okay. And I went, okay. So I am highlighting that today is I don't want anybody to misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm only talking about safe physical boundaries between a dad and a daughter that in no way are sexual because this whole concept of hugging is only to be done in a way that honors, respects her, and makes her feel safe. Well, I have a friend named Joe Kelly, and he calls himself the dad man, and he authored a book called Dads and Daughters, How to Inspire, Understand, and Support Your Daughter When She's Growing Up So Fast. Isn't that a great title? He talks about something called touch taboo. And in an interview with Marsha Heron and Nancy Matsumoto for their book, The Parent's Guide to Eating Disorders, they asked him, what is the reaction you generally get from fathers when you talk on touch taboo between fathers and daughters. He said, nervous relief if there's such a thing. He said, it's getting better, but men still have a hard time talking about this. Most men I talk to absolutely love the experience when their daughter is younger of being her hero. It's not uncommon for little girls to be completely enraptured with their dads. But he said, when they lose that as they grow older, they lose that coziness, and it's a grieving time even in the healthiest of circumstances. Joe said, it's not talked about, though, a lot that the terror that men have about continuing to touch their daughters as they reach puberty. Joe went on to say, as he was asked the question, what can dads do then to counter this situation? He said, have other men with whom you can talk about it, ideally veteran dads who have been down this road before, because he said, with your daughter, start with things that are small and non-threatening, like gardening together, riding bikes. Start spending intentional time in one in one another's presence. He said, that's something men are relatively comfortable with. One of the most profound ways men communicate with each other is by being with each other in the same space. And he said, there are an infinite number of ways to connect with another human being. And he said, with daughters, you can build towards a quick hug, holding hands and things like that. So look at, he is saying that same thing. And he said, he's very always been very affectionate with all his kids, but he went through really awkward stuff. This expert dad guy, even when she was in high school, one of his daughters slamming the door on him, but he said, now she snuggles with me on the couch at 31 years old. So sometimes dads, what you reap early in her life may get kind of funky there for a while, but more often than not, if you stay the course in a non-reactive way, she's going to return back to what was there years earlier. So, Pretty awesome insight by, by a seasoned veteran, because he said, I know, dads, your feelings will be hurt, but you've got to be the grown-up. Isn't that cool? He said, you've got to remain loyal to your kids no matter what, because there will be a payoff later. There's another psychologist by the name of Kathleen Kersey Jadox. How's that for a long name? But she, she writes about that topic of hugs and health. And what she says is, who knew that hugging is actually good for the brain? She said, good for health overall, in fact. The feel-good feeling that you get from a hug goes beyond the passing moment. Now, you're going to love this, dads, because this is some research. These are some facts that she cites. She said, evidence from scientific research shows that when stressed, we produce a biochemical organism, We this something called cortisol. You've probably heard of that, which is a Cumulative negative effect, which has a cumulative negative effect on our bodies and our brains, right? Cortisol is a toxin to our bodies. But she says when we hug, there's also another biochemical reaction because something called oxytocin gets produced and released when we hug, even when we kiss. And she says that this compound, oxytocin, appears to be an antidote to the effect of cortisol, that stress hormone that gets released. And she said, part of what we love about babies, even when we're not the mom and our dad, right, we're we're holding them, are the warm feelings that they engender when we hug them. She said, we don't stop yearning for touch just because we become adults. It appears that the slightest touch can go deeply. Just placing a hand on someone's shoulder can even turn on, oxytocin production. Because you've probably heard of that concept called failure to thrive, that even babies in orphanages, when they're not touched and have deprivation of both touch and movement, it can contribute not only to death, but to later emotional problems. Which leads me to say, dad, have you hugged your daughter today? In fact, I got to tell you another really cool story. Is One of my friends, his name is Paul Young, and he wrote a book called The Shack. You've probably heard of it in the movie. And he's gonna actually be on the program here uh, pretty soon. And he was recently, just in this about three weeks ago, interviewed at New Canaan Society in their annual for their annual men's conference. So there's hundreds of men sitting there. And the interviewer, his name is a- Andy Crouch, asked Paul a question that Paul actually said, no one has ever asked me this question before. And Andy said, you've always greeted me with the most wonderful hugs or extended manly embraces that I've ever experienced from anybody. And I want to know the story behind the hugs because he said, you are a hug extraordinaire. Isn't that awesome? Here's what Paul said. There's something that happens inside of a hug that communicates what's going on in a person's heart. And for whatever reason, It is one of the easiest ways for me to communicate to someone that they matter and to also have a sense of what's going on in them. Listen to what he said next. It's really profound. He said, because we carry our wounds in our bodies as well, plus we live in a world where touches become dangerous, it needs to be redeemed. Powerful, powerful words. So before we leave this subject, I want to highlight one scripture that to me just takes this whole concept of hugs to a whole nother level because it's written in red letters in our Bible, Luke 15, 20, where Jesus is telling the story of the prodigal son. Honestly, it's one of my favorite verses as it ties to dads because Jesus said, this is what my dad in heaven is like, which to me gives the best ideas to dads on earth to communicate the father's heart to to your kids. Here's the verse. But while he, the prodigal son, was a long way off, his father saw him, was filled with compassion for him, ran to his son, threw his arms around him, the hug, and kissed him. So look who initiated the physical contact. It's the father. You can take from that what you will. But I think it's pretty clear to know that the idea of hugging, throwing his arms around him, in the King James, it says, fell on his neck. And I've looked this up even in the Greek, and it's talking about a warm and close kissing. Many times I get the picture of, a, of an interaction that's almost like a dog when you come home from work, just running up to you and licking your face, so excited to see you. Dad, let that be the way that you pursue your daughters this week, putting into action your heart of love for her in a physical way, in a way that honors her and models to her what safe touch looks like. Feels like because you are pouring into her heart space a a demonstrative, action packed communication style that says, You matter to me. You are worth touching. You are worth hugging. You are worth embracing. And all the while, dads, you can know that you honestly are modeling the heart of God the Father to your kids. Because we even know in Psalm 147.3, it says that God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. You see how there's, there's physicality in that of the binding up of wounds. And I'm telling you over on Venus, you know this by now, it's a rough place to live. A lot of times where we get beat up, we're carrying wounds a lot of times on the inside that makes us snarky at you, dads. Bite your heads off sometimes, but usually that's an indicator that she's hurting inside and need some kind of demonstrative way that you are loving her. So on your mark today, the topic has been, have you hugged your daughter today? You've heard stories and stats and scriptures. So between today and next Monday, I want to encourage you dads, kick it up a notch. How about every day this week, do an experiment. Find a way to hug your daughter daily and just watch what it does in her life. And you've got to write and tell me how it went. Write me at at theDadWhisperer.com. You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, where I've got more resources. Let's keep the conversation going because I want to meet you at your place of need. Dad, give me ideas of what you want me to cover on the program. And let's keep partnering together because you know I believe in your intentional, consistent, positive, proactive impact to your daughters as you keep loving her in ways that she knows without a doubt she's loved by you. Go Dads!